Welcome to the blowout, everybody. We are the Sloppy Boys. I'm Mike Hanford. I'm sitting here with Jeff Dutton. What up? And Tim Kalpakis. What is going on? And we are hot on the trail of the holiday season. Hot in these cool, cool months. <laughs> There's a certain heat to the air that yeah. lets you know that it's almost time. That Christmas tree heat. When you start to sweat... You know, Santa's coming soon. Mm-hmm. You know that big, fat, sweaty piece of shit is going to be flying by your house. Going to be squeezing his little butt cheeks, big butt cheeks, down your chin. <laughs> and I hope you made the good list so you can get all the Xbox fives you want. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation 5, Mike, Mike come, on. You, come on. you're not a gamer. You want to get gamers on our ass? <laughs> <laughs> oh god the 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 chat room's going to light my ass up. Personally, I don't even want to get PS5 because I'm still I'm, I'm all I do is play Among Us. Oh, Tim. <laughs> where did where did you learn Among Us? Who have you been hanging out with? Well, if I'm not playing Among Us, I'm playing um Animal Crossing. Oh jeez. <laughs> And if it's not Animal Crossing, it's Fortnite. Uh Uh, Now you're talking my language. The last game I played was uh, Grand Theft Auto V. I loved it. And (laughs) it took me on and off like five years to beat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think I've beaten it. I think I can still do missions. But I I was, uh, I'm so not, I got, I don't know why I got the PS, what was that, a four? Three. PS3. Yeah, I, I loved that you did, though. Yeah, you, you and I were roommates at the time, and you played the hell out of it. You beat it. Oh, sure. You kept showing me all these cool <laughs> things. I was like, I'm not there yet. I'm still <laughs> trying to get the cargo on top of the cargo shift out of the docks. <laughs> oh, those are the worst. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your number one game of all time? I, I assume, what, Mario Kart? I'm probably Mario Kart. Oh, that's, that's an interesting one. I played a lot of Super Smash Bros., Mm. And I probably couldn't even like play it anymore. I don't. I have no idea like what, how it worked. Even back then, I was just kind of mashing buttons and having fun. I think the most fun I ever had playing a video game was uh, I liked Red Dead Redemption a lot. That's kind of a newer Ooh. one. Red Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. That was fun. What about Metal Gear Solid? Huh. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh hey, yeah. Hey. I think I I probably logged the most hours in ecstasy playing of the Halo games, but those are such a. Those are so their own thing. Well, you played with like a group of people who loved it and you had like... Yeah, from like college, that became like a multiplayer, like holy shit, going all night type thing. But then like uh, the Zelda games, like Ocarina, those those are fun solo loner games. (laughs) I don't know why I... I made the decision that I don't play Halo. You know, when you're just like, nah, I don't do that thing. So I played, especially multiplayer games, like in college... Yeah, well, I like I played a bunch of that stuff before, and then I've I've played games since. But I specifically like I remember you, Jeff, being like, "Oh, hey guys, we're playing Halo." And then I remember that friend group playing, and I remember it's as if I'm saying like, "Oh, I don't uh, ski." <laughs> I was just like, "No, I don't play," <laughs> and it looked fun and everything. But I just decided I don't play. I don't play Halo. <laughs> my favorite game is Pong, Grandpa. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god, Grandpa! Sorry, I'm sorry, Grandpa came on. Your grandpa is pretty young, probably, if he grew up with 
Pong. I invented it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What <laughs> the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Guys, what are we up to today? We, hey, we're talking Christmas songs today. Not just Christmas songs. The Our favorite Christmas songs. Our favorites ever. Yeah, baby. Favorite Christmas song. This is, a, this is another one of our big showdowns because we said, hey, the holidays are here again. We one time did a whole thing where we presented our uh, uh, party songs. This time it's the favorite Christmas song. So much like, I mean, this relates to what we were talking about with video games, which is the one for you. Tim, you almost you almost sang the first lyrics of my my favorite holiday song just now. Really? The holidays are here again. Lean on over and tell your friend. <laughs> if you don't lean, you know your friend won't know, so you must remember to lean. Lean in cuz he has bad hearing. <laughs> he invented Pong. <laughs> <laughs> and he lives in the bathrooms. <laughs> Oh, your friends with your grandpa, that's the deal. <laughs> your grandpa lives in the bathroom. Yeah, he <laughs> he can't risk leaving for too long because he's always got to continue the same long shit. <laughs> and his bed is in the tub. <laughs> I like that one specific. <laughs> we almost uh, snarfed out Jeff over there. I, I, I will never forgive you for that because I had to keep... Uh, Bud Light <laughs> seltzer apple crisp in my mouth. <laughs> That's not a good snarfer. We don't need to get into the order in which we record these podcasts. Let's no, just get on with the battle royale. People don't want to hear about, the, <laughs> no. the, they don't want to look behind the curtain. They want to think, they don't want to know that the three of us are constantly fighting behind the scenes. Yeah, this is, this is a, a hell to be on these Zooms with you two. <laughs> we do it for the money. Uh, okay. These are each of our three favorite Christmas songs. And then we're going to decide which one is the best. Yeah. Yeah. And then the winner gets bragging rights for the whole year. (laughs) Personally, I hope it's me. And me? I hope it's me. Oh, Mike. (laughs) And I hope it's my grandpa. (laughs) You hear that, you old kook? Mr. Hanford, the first. <laughs> the only. Oh, you shut up. Guys, I'm going to kick it off. Yeah, let's yeah. see what you got. Okay. Uh, walk us through. You know, we don't want just want to hear your song, Jay. We want to hear your whole thought process. When, when you got the news. Yes. When I got the news that we were doing our favorite Christmas songs, one album leapt to mind. Ooh. And this uh, is by a guy who's got a lot of hits under his belt. But... You know, if it's a holiday song, you're going to want something that's got a lot of tradition to it. Because what are the holidays about, if not tradition? Something we return to over and over again, and they're Mm -hmm. meaningful all the while. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, a legend of sorts covering an old classic. And is this a song that this version of it is the one that, uh, that really gets you? Were you a fan of the song before? I was delighted to discover that this artist came out with a Christmas album. Okay. With his own take on a lot of classics and some originals. Got it. But I think I've got a lead with this one track. This is Silent Night by Parliament Funkadelic Bassist oh, yes. Bootsy Collins. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, Ooh, that groove. And it's a holy night. <laughs> All 
is calm. <laughs> and uh, all is bright. <laughs> Looking good, baby. <laughs> Looking good, baby. He's just sort of scatting and taking it real oh, easy. Oh, man, you know? this is so great. Does he keep talking like this the whole song? Talking, he's singing. But he's like speaking, speaking. You'll notice like there's a horn that's kind of doing the real melody so that yeah. he can just be cool. It's like he's he's too cool for the actual notes, so he's dancing around them, kind of plugging it in. Yeah. And we'll take it right up through this little breakdown. Even the horn doing the melody is still having some fun with it. Here we go. Nice. Ooh. A little nod to pass the peas. Mm -hmm. Now that'll get your toe tapping. I, I remember when we saw Parliament, it was George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic, right? Uh, yeah. A couple uh, summers ago over at the old Greek theater. That was the most fun concert Ever. They were they were wild. There was like so many people on stage who like kept it coming and going. And they all entered together. Remember, like there was like the baseline started and they all like tiptoed yeah. out on stage together with kind of uh like George Clinton was at the, the front of it and they were all like, Here we come, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> and then and it, it took a long time. That whole intro of the show was forever. Oh, that was so great. And then at one point there was like a big old peak of the song where like everybody was on stage and he's introducing his uh you know, there's like three generations of Clintons on mm -hmm. stage. There's he's the godfather of the whole operation. His son is playing some instrument, and his grandson is doing a rap. Mm -hmm. And and of of course, don't forget their cousin, Bill Clinton. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I play the sax. <laughs> well, I remember too. There was at one point like this huge crescendo of a song was happening, and they were bringing they were bringing uh, audience members on stage. And the stage was like <laughs> packed with people. Yeah. And we're like, surely this is the end. <laughs> the, the whole amphitheater was like nuts. And that song ended. Yeah, we thought that was like, okay, this is the end of the show. And that song ended and they can, everyone left the stage and they continued on. With the show. <laughs> it's like 45 <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> that was a good song, Jeff. That's, that's yeah. a fun one. I had I had not heard that version, but uh, that's going to be in my rotation this year. You got to check out Bootsy Collins' Christmas is Forever with a numerical four. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's got renditions of Jingle Bells, Winter Wonderland, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Of course, Rudolph is Bootoff, and Santa Claus is Booty Claus. Uh -huh. We've also got four originals in there. You've got guest spots from Charlie Daniels and Macy Gray and Snoop Dogg. Ooh, cool. When did this come out? Oh, Mike, you had to stump me, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he'll get you. He's a little journalist like Barbara Walters, and he asks the hard questions. Late 90s? It came out in 2006. Huh? Kind of oh, mid-2000s? It's on Spotify, really worth a spin. Check it out, folks. Give it a whirl. What else are you doing? Who's next? All right, I'll go next. This is a song that I've happened upon uh, just recently. This isn't like an old favorite of mine or anything. But uh, I found it recently, and it made me laugh. And, uh, well, geez, maybe it'll make you guys laugh, too. That would be great. I don't want to say what the name is, because I think it might blow the uh, <laughs> blow the joke. <laughs> okay. So, and then this one, did you, were you bellyaching over your decision, or did, was this easy, easy? Was it a layup? This was easy. This was, this is a layup. This is, you, we mentioned what we're doing. I said, I know what I'm doing. Boom, bring it, bringing it to the table. 
Okay. Damn, that's awesome. I wish I would have seen all that. Yeah, I, it was so fast. You wouldn't even seen anything. It was, it was just, I was reading the text of what we were doing for this episode. Hey, got it. Got it. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, you know, me and Dutton are sort of like wondering or insecure. And then you're like an alpha. You're kind yeah. of like um, just a, 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 a mad dog. Right. And, and probably the longest part of it was like, downloading it and then sending it over, like getting it to you guys. Was it LimeWire that you used to download it? Or? No, 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 no. I uh, I pulled it off of YouTube. Oh. Oh, very cool. I shouldn't be mentioning that, but yes, that's how <laughs> I got it. Well, here we go. This is Mike Hanford's favorite Christmas song. Bring rolling papers. That's what deadheads do. <laughs> some floor seats. <laughs> yeah. The Lord? Yeah. Sacrilege. Yeah. Come all you hippies. I thought it was going to be see the dead. Yeah. Well, you like the end here. Don't wash your feet. Hippies don't wash feet. Okay. That's good. <laughs> See as the Lord. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Early on, I was think I I thought that may have been written from the point of view of someone who who was a deadhead or or and it, with a positive spin on it. But when they get to we quit our day jobs for them, was this was this like from Opie and Anthony or something this like is, that? Yeah, Bob Rivers, the same guy who did uh, walking around in women's underwear and. <laughs> He's he's like a he's like from the eighty. I think this song was from like eighty seven or eighty eight from his like Wicked Christmas album. He's like a modern day uh, Alan Sherman. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what for are you sure. talking about Alan Sherman? He did a song about the Beatles that I would always bring up in the comedy bang bang room that I thought was so funny. But it's like a guy like complaining about a hip band or like a, mm-hmm. a pretty popular band. Well, because it had the feeling, the buzzwords, of you know, like bell bottoms is like, yeah, that's like a 70s thing. But you like uh, and and, and there are hippies that wore bell bottoms, but it feels like if you searched Wikipedia for like making fun of hippies, bell bottoms would come up. It's not written uh, with love. Well, it was written in, it came out in 87, 87 or 88. I couldn't, uh, there was discrepancies in the info online. But sure. it's late 80s Grateful Dead, which is like, you know, all the yuppies. It's like become like they're playing in big, huge stadiums and stuff. The touch his heads. Whole, his whole thing is like, is like throwbacks to the 60s and bring your tie-dyed t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's right. They like, were like a very popular charting band playing stadiums. And he's like, oh, those old yeah. burnouts from back in the day. <laughs> but it's, it's just one of those great examples of like, hmm, oh, come all ye... Grateful deadheads. <laughs> like he's not even. 
Like the song called All You Faithful, and he said grateful, and it's like, and then I can say deadheads afterwards. Oh, this song's great. I feel like they were on some of the, the floor seats line fit nice and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of them did. He's good. He did a good job. He's great. He, he's a good craftsman. Also, uh, you know, when it started, I had to listen real close to get, you know, there's a joke afoot. It sounded so good. It fooled me. I know. It sounded good. He also did, uh, I'm sure you heard this one, The Twelve Pains of Christmas. That's like, uh, meeting my in-laws, all the hangovers. (laughs) (laughs) Customer service. Yeah. Writing all the gift cards. I I had never heard that song, but... I, last Christmas, I went looking for Grateful Dead Christmas songs. Just I was like putting together a Christmas playlist for for a Christmas party or something, and I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what what, what the Dead has." And I assumed with their giant catalog and then their billions of live tapes that there would be so many options, and they specifically avoided Christmas music. Like you would think that they they would just accidentally have a ton, but I yeah. found. There's like a Run Run Rudolph that that like came out of a jam one time, <laughs> and, and and there's like a few little moments that happened in shows that were caught live, but they never once caved and put out like the Christmas song. They totally feel like a band that was like totally uninterested or didn't even like think to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're godless heathens. <laughs> they didn't want to accidentally pay tribute to our Lord and Savior. <laughs> But yeah, that was so. That's my favorite uh, holiday song. That's a very good, good one. Good job, Mike. <laughs> good pick. I liked it. Um, well, you guys both have two really good ones. Unfortunately, I got to blow them out of the water. Oh no! No oh, no, shit! No. Oh no! No no no! Tim, don't. <laughs> you guys both just shit your pants, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Well, so I said to myself, Tim, favorite uh, a favorite Christmas song, and um, this is uh, part of this was easy for me, and then part was struggle. You know, like oh, I shit. got a lot of. Yeah. Thanks for hearing me out on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's just tough. I, you know, there's uh, a lot of songs that I most certainly very much love. And we'll talk about all the runners up pretty soon. But good, great. um, Instantly, I said, Tim, there's this old song that I've always loved that always tugs at my heartstrings. It's a Christmas song. Lots of people like to think that it's (laughs) associated with a different. Christmas with a different holiday. Uh oh. Uh oh. But it's a Christmas song. And before I play it, I'm actually going to come right out and say it. I'm talking about a certain little old song called Old Lang Syne. Now that's a New Year's Day song. New Year's Eve. It has evolved to be a New Year's Eve song. Originally, it was just a song song. But here's the thing when you think of uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and when they're all singing it, that is not New Year's. That is Christmas Eve. He's right. Mikey's got us by the balls. You're hearkening back to a time when Santa Claus was depicted as like a young spry man with a burlap sack on his back. I'll hearken to it with the fuck I want to hearken to. All okay? right. All right. It's a favorite song. But who are you to say that Frank Capra was wrong? Okay. Ooh. The guy knows his stuff. But here now, follow me on this journey. Yeah, I, I then was presented with a bit of a problem because, Tim, that's an old traditional song written by the great poet Robert Burns, mm-hmm. Scottish poet mm-hmm. laureate. No, we know, Tim. Yeah, Robert Burns. <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. But then I said, I got to play this song for the guys. I got my boys on the pod and they're going to be scrutinizing this. So what version am I going to pick to play? And And when you go on Spotify, you go on Apple Music, sure, there's some interesting versions. There's There's... There's traditional ones, 
that are very sweet, but they're kind of dated. And then there's new mm. ones that are trying to be cool. They're more modern, but they're kind of tacky. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of was in a bit of a position here where I had the song. I can't imagine I, the position you were in, Tim. Thank it you. Awful. I, this awful. You guys, I, I appreciate the empathy here because this was really hard for me. Um, so basically what I had to do, which is what anyone would do in my situation, was I kind of just went ahead and recorded the definitive version myself. <laughs> and <laughs> now we have one. And go ahead and hit Play a four old a So now we finally have the definitive one. We're you know? done. We're done with that. Yes. We just know. We know it. That goes into the Song Hall of Fame. And that way, everyone's not going to always be arguing over that. And right. the cool thing I did, you guys probably noticed it. Like, I didn't do kind of a flat version that's going to be old news. I, I made it kind of funky and kind of awesome. Right. I, th I thought it was cool because it was sort of that minimal beat that a lot of no popular music is doing. Yeah, it's very future-proofed. Yes. Uh, yeah. I thought, I, I'm surprised you made it. I thought that would be made by the likes of Phineas. <laughs> that's what I was going for. That's pretty good. That's very good. Uh, thank you. So it's it's uh, if anyone wants to license that from me, I'm a BMI registered songwriter and I would love, if I got rich of this, that would be actually pretty great for be my great. financial situation. My banker would be thrilled. So let's throw those on Twitter. Okay, so I'm going to tweet out the uh, poll with these songs. Mike, what was the name of yours again? Uh, oh, Come All Ye Grateful? Come All Ye Grateful Deadheads. Hold on. Come. So we're, we're going to tweet these again, even though nobody's heard your song before, Tim? Uh, yeah, the people can infer. Just throw them out there. Okay. Um. Just write definitive version. I can't, I can't fit come all ye grateful. Uh, I'll just put dead. Yeah, there we go. Um, and it is tweeted. And now the public gets to do their thing. And now we have to wait like a bunch of idiots. Let's talk runners up. What was What were you guys thinking? Well, I had a song. So we had this uh, record, a vinyl record when I was a kid. I guess I could just say record. Uh, that was called Frosty the Snowman, but it was like as sung by like the um, the Carolier singers or something like that. The Carolier Orchestra. Anyway, there was a song on there called Santa's Stuck in the Elevator. I implore you to look it up. It's <laughs> it's this groovy little this song. This album was filled with such weird songs. There was a song where like a squirrel wanted the Santa to bring him a, a acorn or something. <laughs> there was a song about like. Uh, Mother Goose and all the people in Mother Goose Land. Anyway, this song was about Santa getting stuck in the elevator because when he comes to the city, there's no chimneys. And it's like, right. it's like very groovy and very chilled out. And it's like, Santa's stuck in the elevator. Hey. <laughs> anyway, that was my runner up. But you'd have to hear Is it. he stuck because he's fat? Is that the idea? It doesn't, it doesn't even like do a funny thing like that. It's just like the elevator got stuck and hey, Santa's in there. All right. But look man, it up. Man. Santa's stuck in the some... elevator. Hey, and tweet us if you've ever heard it before. Yeah, tweet us no matter what. Christmas songs lend themselves well to being parodied yeah. because it's it's so against the uh, 
well-meaning spirit of Christmas to do a to do a nice takedown, you know? Right. I think that was Bob Rivers' whole thing is like He's just like I'm gonna shit on your precious little holiday. <laughs> I think you're also like uh it's it's when there's all these songs that are obligatory that you're gonna hear all year whether you like them mm-hmm. or not. So it makes people you know, a big pop song comes and goes. You don't have to listen to a top 40 song for years and years. Yeah. But a Christmas song, that's coming around every winter. Do you guys remember The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al? No. No. God damn. It's good. <laughs> what, it's, what album is it on? Amish Paradise? I think it's from Bad Hair Day. I could be wrong. Oh, right. Bad Hair Day. I'm so sorry. I mean, I could be wrong. But the, the song I really wanted to bring up is, did you know that hip-hop duo Outkast's first single was off a Christmas compilation? Really? What? They thought the idea was cheesy, but their label wanted to come <laughs> out with a, um, with a Christmas record, uh-huh. and they were desperate to come out with something. So they came out with uh, this song called Players Ball, and it's since been released in a less Christmas version. Yeah, right? I've, I've heard this before. And, and the, the one we all know still starts with like sleigh bells, but it doesn't okay. feel at all Christmassy. This is the original Christmas version. It's beginning to look a lot like wood. Let's wait until the chorus, because I think they say on Christmas Day in the, in the Christmas version. <laughs> I like this, uh, the guitar is cool. We can fast forward this in the edit. Oh, Deck of the Halls. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting some Christmas stuff snuck in there. is coming. Here we go. Very Bootsy Collins. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I love it. They're cool. They are very cool. We should have them on the pod. Do they, would they appear together, uh, Big Boy and Andre? I, I feel like they would want to do separate episodes. Yeah, I think they're pals. Oh. I hope they're pals. Right, but would they still want to come on this together? Well, they wouldn't want to come on this podcast at all. <laughs> let's be let's be clear about that. They might. I heard Andre three thousand on uh, Broken Record with Malcolm Gladwell, so he he might if he did that one, it's very likely he'd want to come on. So he's doing podcasts. Okay, that's good. He's doing podcasts and he likes to you know have conversations with intellectuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my my runner up that I that I almost went with my my favorite. If I'm not allowed to record my own versions. My favorite Christmas song is uh, Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. Oh, yeah. Fantastic song. Tugs at the heartstrings. It's both sassy and profane, but also has a lot of heart. But And I listened to it today when I was doing my research, and it reminded me of this funny story we heard from people who worked at SNL in the 80s that when, uh, you know, Shane McGowan is like... uh, He's a he was partied out. He drinks a lot. Yes. We should have him on the podcast. Um there was one time when the Pogues played on uh SNL in the 80s uh before the show there was a sketch where that was set at a bar and there was a uh a, like a flat uh fake you know bar 
and there were fake bottles of fake whiskey on the set. <laughs> yeah. And during rehearsal, Shane McGowan stumbled onto the stage in the middle of a rehearsal, pulled a fake bottle of whiskey off of the bar and then stumbled out back to his dressing room. Oof. And it seems drank that bottle of fake whiskey. Oh, nasty. It didn't know or didn't under. Wow. Could you imagine being that drunk all the time and just like actually functioning, like being such a high functioning alcoholic? He's still going strong. Yeah. He's wild. Some people are cut out for it. <clears throat> I know. I'm no pogue. No, me neither. <laughs> we just we just weren't born into it. We don't have the genes. But I agree. That is a that is a, that is a nice song you got there, Tim. Oh, give it a listen, everybody. It's uh it's beautiful. What's the name of that track oh. again? Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. Yeah, it wow. was it was on they put it out as a single first, but then the album it was on is a really good album, uh, If I Should Fall from Grace with God. Not a Christmas album. So they did the cool kind of thing where it's like, hey. Interesting, interesting. Just a track on this cool album is happens to be about Christmas. And then also uh, another runner-up of mine, of course, Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. He belts that one out. Yeah, that's good. a fun one. We we He played that, I think, when we saw him, didn't he? When did we see him? Yeah, he did. And it was like September yeah. in uh, I Anaheim. Think my, uh, my girlfriend saw him in Bonnaroo at Bonnaroo once. And you know how he does that thing where people hold up signs of what songs they want him to play and he picks mm -hmm. out the signs. Somebody had that and he was like, oh, a little too warm for that one. Because <laughs> yeah, Bonnaroo's in June, right? Yeah. Um, like, no, Bonnaroo's in uh, late November. <laughs> what a weird Bruce, guy. A little too warm. What a weird stickler. He's sensitive. As we were talking about like Christmas songs and stuff, <laughs> on this podcast. No, as we were talking about like what picking what Christmas song. There's always a lyric in uh Holly Jolly Christmas that I think is so strange. Uh you know the part where he's like uh ho, ho hey ho the mistletoe hung where you can see somebody waits for you kiss her once for me. Mhm. Mm yeah. This idea of like kissing someone and being like hey that one was for Burl Ives. <laughs> I don't, I do not understand, like, kiss her once for me. I just don't, I never understood what that meant. I, I do that. Uh, anytime I kind of any, <laughs> do anything sexual with anyone, I lean in afterwards and say, that was for the snowman in Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was for Burl. I feel like that's a wartime thing. Like your war buddies, you're like, hey, if you ever make it back, oh. like, give your girl a few extra pumps for me. Yeah. He's, he said God. kiss, but it could be anything. It would like, you know, do... Do a few extra 69s for me. <laughs> for me. I think it just means like, hey, you know, really live that life for those of us who maybe aren't yeah, living I gotcha, it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, anytime I'm in any, any type of romantic situation, I'm not going to be thinking about Burl Ives. Sorry to tell you. To be clear, I do when I do that, I do say like, hey, give your girl a few pumps, but tell them they're from me, the J-Man. <laughs> and Burl Ives together. These are from me and Burl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We'll be cutting that from that. That's a, that's a definite cut. That's a cut. Are we ready to hear the results of the competition? Oh, my God. Are we are we there already? I've got some data coming in if you guys are ready to hear it. Does the data agree with what I want, or is it data that I might not want? I don't know what you want because, I mean... <laughs> I don't. I don't know whether you just want to win or whether you are the a producer of a podcast that you just want to be really interesting. I don't even know mm -hmm. if I'm done talking about Christmas songs yet. Okay, we can still, we can just keep talking about them. What do we got? Well, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? 
Okay, here's the data coming in from twitter.com. Um, now, I was not able to fill, you know, when you do a Twitter poll, you can't, uh, you can only write so much. So I couldn't spell out Bootsy Collins in its entirety. It was Bootsy C. <laughs> but Bootsy C. of the three songs, well, I'm going to do, I'll do third place first and then I'll announce the mega winner. Sure. Coming in third place was Silent Night by Bootsy C. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> oh. These pe- if, they, if these people had heard the song, they might think different. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Uh, this is uh, they had to <laughs> they had to just go by what was in the Twitter poll, and <laughs> Twitter. that leaves two songs. The winner will be. I'm doing this America's Funniest Home Video style. Uh-huh. Where I tell you the winner. Yeah, we know. <laughs> the winner with 69 percent of the vote was nice. "Old Lang Syne" by Tim K. Oh. Timmy wins. Uh, Tim, uh, I don't That's like. That's all uh, fucked up. That's all crazy. But I was not so bad. With seventeen percent, come all ye grateful dead, and I couldn't fit heads. We should have said the songs in this have to be on a major label record release. You, you should have said that. You mean to tell you me should have said that. that the the song that won was the one that nobody had heard before. <laughs> Do you think that they had heard Bootsy Collins' version of Silent Night? If Doesn't matter. I, I, a vinyl audiophile, hadn't even heard it? You don't own any vinyl. And I, a touchhead who loves the Grateful Dead, had not even heard that parody song? Unbelievable. This is Look, fucked. It's it's fucked up, but let's be let's agree that it's like a really great victory for me. We have to pull the side. The pollsters won. You're telling me that everyone's favorite Christmas song is associated with New Year's. And they haven't heard it before, and Tim made it this week. <laughs> if somebody associates something with a, some other thing, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Right. I'm right. <laughs> okay. No, you're right. So, hey. Mike, Mike, let's drop it. The people have spoken. He's got us over the barrel. Yeah. So officially, the winner of the competition was Old Lang Syne, written by Robert Burns, performed by Tim Kalpakis. And it was cool because it had modern production. Everyone thought it was funky. Yeah, that was very modern. Let's hear Let's Let's pull that up one more time. It bears a repeat listen. Here's the favorite song of this podcast in the year 2020. A fool. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. He's got the attitude, too. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. I will take. Yeah. Yeah. Well, reverb on that a vocal. Yeah. Right, right. That's got some weird funky shit on it. That's yeah. cool. It's nice and quick. It's not, it's not one of these long, drawn-out Christmas songs. No, it's not going to bore you. And the thing is, it grows on you, right? Right. Fool! Yeah. Fool! <laughs> yes. And it's just the chorus. You don't waste time. No, With you don't want verses. Stuff. People don't like verses. You don't need verses in songs. There's a saying, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Right. Oh, I heard Dave Grohl say that one time when he was talking about Aerosmith. Hmm. Don't bore me, get to the core me. <laughs> he, he would say that in regards to Steven Tyler himself. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. I don't like Aerosmith. In fact, I'm a hater. Hey! But, I, but there was that one web video where Kyle Gass and uh, Dave Grohl are talking about good choruses. And Grohl points out that every Aerosmith song starts off like the, the beginning of the song is like, loving an elevator or dude looks like a lady. They just get right to it. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Tim, I got to say, you're entitled to your opinion, and God, you know, I, I wish ever we'd all have our opinions. But I do know for a fact that Liv Tyler is a fan of the podcast. Oh, wow. And you talking about her dad like that, she's probably pretty pissed. Well, let me elaborate. Liv, I think you're a great artist and you're a great actress, and it's about time you're no longer in his shadow. Wow. Okay. Well, she's probably going to tell a friend. And Tim, I know how you say that all the Aerosmith songs start with the chorus, but what about the Aerosmith song that starts with JD's got a gun? Isn't the chorus of that song like Yeah, you're proving my point for me. That the the I looked at the lyric sheet, it said chorus, So that's the chorus. So yeah. Fuck he's got me. He's got you over the barrel now. Um, actually, uh, I hate to be a stickler, but we're talking about songs written by Aerosmith and that song, as we established in our coyote ugly episode was written by that lady that wrote, can't hide the moonlight. Oh, a Patreon exclusive. You had to be there. <laughs> well, you're, you're here now cause you're a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> can't fight the moonlight. Yep. Either way. The Diane Warren, I think is her name, wrote that song. So hence she started with. I think that we as songwriters can, you know, take that into account that it's like, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Or you could also start a song with. Hey, Mike Hanford on the high life bottle. Yeah. I was hoping to really get to different tones out of that instead of just the one. I don't know why you were hoping that. I want to go. <laughs> you, were, you were squeezing the glass harder, hoping that. The- <laughs> well, folks, it's been settled for the calendar year of 2020. This podcast's favorite Christmas song is "Old Lang Syne" as performed by Timothy Jordan Kalpakis. Nice. And I have bragging rights. Bragging rights for the whole year to come. All year, God, jeez. And now we pivot. To another segment, a recurring segment, <laughs> called Who's That Knocking at Our Email Door? Oh. <laughs> this comes from Gavin H. Hey, sloppy boys. Loving the pod in quotation marks. I don't know what that's about. Okay. He's, quote, he's probably quoting somebody specific. Just Patreon to you. Very cool. I like it. He's back on my good side. Yeah. Love this guy. Nice. He's, he's in. He does. He's smart with his money. Wanted to tell you about this stuff I recently discovered called L-cystine. L-cystine. L, okay. It's L hyphen cyst, like the kind you don't want. E-I-N. L-cystine. Okay. I swear I don't sell this product. (laughs) I just love spreading the word. Okay. It's an amino acid. Recent studies suggest that it binds to and eliminates, oh Jesus, acetaldehyde from your body, Uh bypassing the liver. This stuff works wonders. My wife swears by it too. It pretty much cuts hangover symptoms in half, if not eliminating most of it altogether. I dissolve one 500 milligram pill in water immediately after drinking. A thousand milligrams if it's a rager. Give it a shot. Even after a few drinks, I sometimes take it to reduce headaches, etc. I've been a fan for a while. I was stoked to see you decided to cast. Thanks and good luck, Gavin. So he says pod up top, and then at the end he says cast. Yeah, I know. He bookended it. Huh. 
I like the way Gavin writes. Do you think this is Gavin Rossdale? You think he's hiding his? Uh, it was Gavin H. But do you think it's <laughs> he just didn't curve the top of that H into an R? Did he? Did he mention glycerine at any point when he was talking about chemicals in the blood? No. Did he? Did he at the end say everything Zen, Gavin? <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't say no. that. Huh. So it's probably not him. Huh. Um, I'm excited by this product, and I'm going to try it. We've discussed this on the pod, guys. Remember, I did a whole science lecture where I said that when you get drunk, it's not the actual alcohol that you're feeling, but alcohol goes into your body, and then your body releases acetaldehyde, and then which is poisonous. So to to combat the acetaldehyde, your body puts out something called ADH2 or something, uh-huh. and then that kills the evil stuff, and that's the pleasurable pleasurable feeling. Mm. So so uh, I think what this guy has found is that you can skip straight to the good enzyme without having too much of that evil enzyme. And that's the one that makes you feel all beat up. Right on. Okay. My question is this. Why is our body producing acetaldehyde in the first place? I don't yeah, want really. that evil junk. Me too. I'm going to have that gland taken out. I just want to feel good. What if the three of us find out which gland makes that stuff? And we cut it out. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, it's funny to think of like, if as long as nobody knows what it is, but if the three of us can find it as if like uh, doctors don't know what's going on. That could be a booze news thing. We do some real science here for once. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so we, we cut ourselves open. We took out some glands and uh, we're not doing so great. But think about this, guys. You're, you, we've talked about how we would love to be the three stars of a major studio film. Uh-huh. One of those summer blockbusters. Uh-huh. What's everybody's favorite film? Limitless. Right. Where a guy kind of (laughs) unlocks, he has a pill that unlocks the full potential of his brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what about three guys who get rid of their glands? (laughs) What if we take the limitless pill so we can be smart enough to figure out what the glands are? (laughs) Yeah. Ditch them. This This could be in the limitless universe. And guess who's guest starring in it, right? The end. We're having a big party. Who shows up? Gavin H. Oh, my God. Gavin H. I thought you were going to say Bradley C. Yeah. I'm talking about Gavin H., the guy who brought this idea to our attention. What if we get uh, Groot uh, and and Bradley Cooper does the voice? Yeah. Well, (laughs) he does Rocket Raccoon, too. It would be a take on his other character from that series. But still. (laughs) Yes, but still. It'll be fun. Um, And he doesn't just say, I am Groot. He says... Everything you can think of. So we'll let, we're going to get to work on this screenplay. It's Limitless 2. Um, and we'll if we d- end up doing the surgery on ourselves, that'll be a booze news segment in the future. Yeah, if we do the surgery, we should probably film that and then put that in the movie too. That's smart because all that content, it could also be extras for online if you want to share yeah. or click or anything. Right, right. Hey, check this out. If you like this, check this out. You know, uh, Eventually, you've seen the whole movie. You didn't realize that you paid. Man, that'd be great if we could get Bradley Cooper to reprise several of his roles in this movie. I could imagine, um, you know, everybody loved the song Shallow when it was a duet, but imagine if he's singing the male part and then the three of us on three-part harmony on the Lady Gaga part. That might Mm. be nice. That might sound just, that that might sound just right. You know what I'd like to see? You know, people are always doing the face swapping on uh, line, I guess, online. Oh yeah, the the deep fake. Yeah, yeah. Deep fake. I'd like to see Rocket the Raccoon on... uh, Silver Linings Playbook, uh, Bradley <laughs> yeah. Cooper. Yeah, let's uh, let's put him in some scenes with De Niro. See how he fares then. <laughs> he cowers. The the raccoon can't handle it. Do they on that face swap app? Like, 
when you see a deep fake like that, does it also then the character reacts the way that that ra- <laughs> raccoon would have? Is his name Rocket Raccoon? Yeah. Rocky Raccoon. A close to Rocky Raccoon. I wonder if there's been some legal uh, mm. action taken by the good people over at Beetle Corp. Mike, you're so litigious. All you seem to care about is who's suing who, who has whose balls in a vice. Yeah, I know. I should go to law school, teach some of this shit. <laughs> hey, I'm here to teach. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> okay, well, teach us. And then then where would you be? They'd call your bluff, Mike. Yeah, they would call they wouldn't know they wouldn't know where to find me. I'd be in Mexico with the cash. <laughs> what, what cash? That cash they paid me to teach all these classes. The tuition, baby. It's big bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's tuition, man. Sure, but they would pay you. That would be like the first week of your salary, and then you left. That's right. Not with the deal he's going to ink up. Because the the first week of any class is all right. Let's just get used to the room. No, Mike, you walk into that, you walk on campus and be like, money up front. Money <laughs> up front. And I don't talk. I don't talk. I go to interviews, job interviews, and I uh, I say, you pay me for this interview right now, and then I'll talk. If you got a question for the boys, email us at thesloppyboyspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> All right, folks, that's been the blowout talking about the best Christmas song ever, and I guess uh, we know what that is now. So take it easy, uh, just stay in that holiday spirit, it's a nice spot to be in, and uh, geez, if you like the podcast, tell a friend, why not? And here to play us out is my song for the third time. Merry Christmas, everyone. And a happy new year. A oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Are you saying my dude? Yeah. I will take. It's so cool. I will take. Come on. Come on. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs>